So anyway, welcome everyone once again back to Galactic History 101. Uh, I, shit, immediately fucked up and I was thinking I want to add what episode number of ours this is. Oh God. Which may be incorrect if we cut these differently, but I'm going to do it anyway. This is episode 20 of Legend of the Galactic Here, or uh, fuck. Episode Wait. 16 of Galactic History 101. <laughs> you know, I said I leveled it out. The level I went for was a complete fuck up. Um, What's our name? I don't know. <laughs> right. Uh, if you don't remember, this is the super close read podcast of the anime Legend of the Galactic Heroes, uh, where we record longer than the length of the episode we watched consistently over and over and over again. So prepare once again for that. Uh, this week, we're checking uh, out the next episode, episode 20, Heavens of Bloodshed, which, I mean, that's a... I feel like this episode doesn't live up to that title because that's a dope <laughs> title, but uh, uh, it's still a pretty good episode. I'm Mick from Atlanta, and uh, the my biggest movie disappointment, at least that I can think of right now, was Independence Day 2. Mm-hmm. I am an l- enormous fan of Independence Day 1. It is a classic in my book, in my top five movies that I have probably seen over 30 times. I uh, used to watch it every July 4th and Christmas Day because, you know, fuck Christmas in July when you got July and Christmas is my motto. Um, and uh, anyway, going in to see that movie was one of the biggest disappointments in a theater that I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, I have not seen it. No, I don't watch. Don't I'm, watch it. I'm trying don't to protect to myself because I too love Independence. Mm-hmm. Same. It it's, doesn't it's, retroactively ruin Independence Day. So if you want to see it out of no, curiosity, go for it. Re- it's just kind of like why? Yeah. Why retread that? It's it's perfect as it is. True. I do feel welcome to uh, my most disappointing movie going experience is V for Vendetta. Oh, oh true. My name's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> forgot that that's what we're doing yeah v for vendetta uh you had the wachowskis still hyped off matrix you had alan moore as a comic book fan you're like people are finally gonna see a good alan moore adaptation it's he's not like the league of extraordinary gentlemen he's a serious writer <laughs> and then <laughs> it's not a terrible movie but they made it about bush and and it was about Thatcher, and it kind of to be ruined what was there, and I hated it. I've still only seen the movie; I haven't read right. it. I'm sorry to inform you. I am the opposite. I've only uh, read the book, never saw the movie. No, I'm lying. I did see the the part where V introduces himself because I'm a sucker for wordplay like that. I thought the Benny Hill scene was pretty funny. I laughed out loud in the theater and nobody else laughed. And it made me feel bad. <laughs> I'm Kevin. And my biggest movie disappointment was one I went to a midnight release for. 
The Dark Knight Rises on the heels Ooh. of The Dark Knight <laughs> and The Prestige. Nolan could do no wrong, and he did. <laughs> and, uh, that, and I saw it, and then like my family's like, "Hey, we want to see it. You should come see it again with us." So I had to see it like three times in the theater. The time that that's... Was done. Oh, that's incredible! <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's such a bad movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't the only movie better. I've seen that many times in the theaters is Triple X, <laughs> which unlike uh, unlike uh, <laughs> unlike. Uh, Dark Knight Rises gets better every time you watch it in a movie mm. theater. It really does. I I think the Bane voice has only gotten better in my mind. The Bane voice is one of the greatest things that's ever come out of a Nolan film. In fact, um, yeah, I love great. it so much. It's it's the best. If I could do it, I would do it. I'm I should Bane. learn how to do it. It's just Sean Connery, right? I'm Bane. Yes, that's my name. It's Sean Connery over like a shortwave radio or something. <sighs> yes. It was bad. It was bad. I heard them. I heard him recording the part. Like Tom Hardy came to our football stadium and they recorded the scene where like oh, the Steelers right. yeah, just yeah. get like murdered, basically. Um, <laughs> well, and not, then he sh- who, who was the one player that like made it? <laughs> he like scored uh, the was touchdown. Was it Heinz Ward? Maybe. Yeah, I think it was Heinz Ward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think uh, the the mayor kicked it was the quarterback i think like the fake quarterback it was like luke ravenstall or something <laughs> i don't know it didn't matter but then tom hardy came out and everyone in the in the seats were like okay it's happening and he's like and you, <laughs> you you just literally couldn't understand what he was saying so i'm pretty sure they voiced it over later that rules no, I, I, like, I think they changed it, right? Mm-hmm. I think they did. He recorded mm-hmm. it one way, and they're they like, did. the audience can't understand this. <laughs> yeah. It was bad, but I wouldn't knowing. I Just because I was in that audience, I was like, I'm going to like lower my expectations a little <laughs> bit. I, I, I still want it to be good, but uh, uh, I don't know. All right. Uh, I'm Alan. What's going on? And my most disappointing movie experience was also when I went to a midnight release for. And it was The Last Airbender. The movie. Uh, the movie oh. How did you have high expectations for that? Well, well he loved the show, right? <laughs> well, listen, it's not just the. I mean, I went to a midnight release because my friends were like, we should go! And I was like, okay, I guess. And it was not midnight. It was like one of those. They started doing them early, so it was like a nine o'clock, ten o'clock. Release. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. And honestly, I was like, you know what, ten, ten, twenty, a hundred dollars. What the movie costs, I don't know. Uh, and I was going with my friends. So I was like, you know what, what's the worst that will happen? <laughs> and then it was, you know, the movie about Boom, <laughs> the last Evator. Ah, uh, M Night. <laughs> Maybe the real M. Night was the twists all along. <laughs> the twists maybe within the real, us. Maybe the real twist was acting quality. And then I even fucked up and stole your introduction from you. So please, unnamed person who I definitely didn't just name, give us your introduction. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm Molly. And my biggest movie disappointment maybe is a little different because it is Identity Thief. 2013 with Jason Bateman and Melissa McCarthy because all of these other movies I watched the trailers and you could tell they were going to be bad 
However, identity thief, all I knew was that I liked Bridesmaids. Melissa McCarthy was the best part of Bridesmaids. Thereby, this has to be a good movie. I didn't even bother watching it. I came in a little bit late. I missed the trailers and I missed like the very first minute of the movie. But I guess like she steals Jason Bateman's identity. And then the police do nothing. Realistic. And then he has to go to Florida and drag her back up to like New York or wherever so that he can take her to trial. I almost walked out. I have never <laughs> almost walked out of theater before. <laughs> and, that's uh, rough. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's when I realized that actually Melissa McCarthy is only done well if the writing is done well. <laughs> and any other time, any other movie or thing she's in, she's just always written the same way. And unfortunately that's often bad. So also Jason so Bateman's boring. So I don't know. In general so, or in the movie? Uh no, that's a good question. In the move in movie roles. Like I mean, I okay. like the rest of development, but then okay. Oh, he's so fucking boring in everything that's not Arrested Development, mm-hmm. in my mind. I don't know what I disagree. Other than Arrested <laughs> Development. Well, maybe you could watch Identity Thieves and try to for yourself. <laughs> so, I have a question for you. Would you say that in the aspect of she has to be written for, uh, that Melissa McCarthy has to be written specifically for, in order to be good, would you say that that's similar to Academy Award winner Nick Cage? Well, I don't know if she has to be written no. for. No. I'm just like, saying... Not necessarily, like, written for, but, like, that they have to take into consideration the fact they have a someone that's actually talented and use oh. her talents. Nick Cage oh, elevates any material he's given. Yeah, I would oh. agree with that. Okay, thank you. Oh, uh, I, I'm so glad that we're on the same page with this one. Nick Cage uh, yeah. is my... Um... Nick Cage is, like, the exception to that rule, probably. Yeah. Nick, I've never seen a movie with Nick Cage in it ever in my entire life. That's my never have I ever <laughs> winning hand. What? <laughs> All right. Fuck the podcast. We're talking about this for the next hour. Do you guys do we can, like, just like list list Nick Cage movies and I'll tell Hot you if air. I see National Treasure. No the and Rock. no. No. Face off. Ghost Rider. No, no. Color of space more recently, which is really I am good. Th- I, this is what you're making me do. Mandy. <laughs> no. Ghost Rider. Nope. Port of Call. No. Sorry. Uh, Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. No. <laughs> Are those separate movies? I don't know. Uh, Gone in 60 no, Seconds. Okay, just the one long title. Wait, wait. One at a time. Gone in 60 Seconds. No. Uh, Snake Eyes. No. 8mm. No. <laughs> Vampire's Kiss. I'm running out of ideas. No. Yes, Vampire Kiss. Nope. Kick ass. Uh, oh, Raising Arizona. Nope. Nope. Nope to both Vampire's of those. Into the Spider-Verse. He Ooh. wasn't in it. Wait, wait. Oh. You got her. Yeah. Oh. You got her. Oh. <laughs> yes, he was. Does that, does that one count as an animated Spider-Man. film? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You got me, but you can't tell anybody or else I'll, I'll lose. Nick Cage elevates any role he's given. <laughs> All right, I've never seen a movie that Nick Cage was physically right. in. Yes, <laughs> like, correct. No, and nobody else knows he's yeah. in it, so you're good. I just you're good. Your secret is safe <laughs> with the rest of the internet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is such a 
Yeah, I'm I glad, found that I'm out. I'm glad that we that, proved Molly this, like, wrong. This is so sad. <laughs> it didn't computer. seem like it could be possible. God, it was really, it was great. The reactions <laughs> on Good that. job, Kevin. So great in Greenhouse. Anyway, okay, thank you. Movies. Movies over. Uh, I would love to quit my job and only do podcasts, and we could have a movie podcast and a game <laughs> podcast and a fuck around daily life podcast because I would seriously be into doing all of those fucking things um but instead but we instead, have a task at hand instead i cannot do that and we have a task at hand which is to talk about this anime legend of the galactic heroes which we all love um perhaps not unconditionally but there's love there you know and speaking of love uh, the narrator here really fucking loves his statistics about Geiersberg because we get about three minutes straight. It's really more like one minute, but it's a long time of uh, statistics on the Geiersberg Fortress. It's 45 kilometers in diameter, can hold 16,000 ships. It's got a hard X-ray beam cannon that that uh, is has a power level of 740 million megawatts. It's really fucking powerful. This is Death Star. This is the second Death Star. Or maybe it's the first Death... Maybe it's like the... I don't know. It's one of the Death Stars. The shittier Death Star. Uh, because it's slightly shittier than Isserloin. The true Death Star. Oh, it's the Darksaber. So this fortress... Legit fortress... Uh, uh, it's a little confusing what's happening here. Bronswag starts briefing the other nobles about his glorious plan for this revolution, and he is establishing nine bases between Odin and Garsberg. And then on those nine bases, because Reinhardt will definitely take this very long path that in, it even branches off and doesn't even go in the fucking direction. I'm so confused by this path. It's, yes. it's, it's ridiculous. But anyway, right. he's like, if we make nine bases, then they'll have to go in to them in order and take us out at each one. And if they do that, then we can destroy them. <laughs> and and Geisberg, or uh, not Geisberg, Bronswag is fucking an idiot. He's so insane. So all the nobles are like, oh, yes, that sounds like a perfect plan. Uh, but Meerkat is like, that's ridiculous. Why would Reinhardt do that? <laughs> he raises a hand. <laughs> just, he's like, uh, excuse me, sir. Um, I have a question for you. Uh, I really love the, the hand raise. <laughs> that, that was just so perfect. <laughs> It's the ultimate sign of disrespect. <laughs> the hand raise is very good. And it's like, it's like after the rabble has died down. This dude, this dude you keep basically looks like Shaggy. He, he's just, he's, he's Shaggy, but he's shaved. There, there are just so many poorly drawn faces in the background. There's like, this episode was poorly drawn in, in general. It felt like yes. one of the budget ones. This was drawn with the same level of attention to detail that the that uh, uh, that this noble asshole decided to put into thinking about the plan. <laughs> Bronswijk. Bronswijk. Thank you. Uh, oh my god. All these faces in this excellent <laughs> one are fucking ridiculous. This dude in the front. Oh my gosh. Uh, so there's like 
you know, three, there's, according to the show, there's 3,000 nobles in here listening. There's maybe 150, 200 drawn that you see, but they're all drawn uh, with like the barest effort put in on a face. It's like, okay, fucking shit. I got 200 more of these. Just fucking shit them out. Uh, because none of these nobles matter, turns out, apparently. That is correct. <laughs> but they've all got a real bad case of NPC. Right. Exactly. Very much so. Uh, they did not get the pro modeler. They got the uh, second tier modeler here. Yeah, that is definitely not 3,000 people <laughs> in here. And I think they said something like 3,000 were... Actually, no, maybe not. I don't know what number we ended up at after the captures from the last episode or from two episodes ago. But anyway, so Meerkats is like, why wouldn't they just attack the supply line? Dude, why are we establishing nine bases? That seems ridiculous. Um, how about instead, uh, we lure them here and we just have fake forces there. So he, he will send, he will send people to go deal with those bases one-on-one, but really we've only got like five ships there. So when they get here, we'll still have all of our forces and they will probably have lost some amount trying to deal with those ships. And everyone's like, Oh, Oh, that's a great idea. Mercats, you're the best. Um, but then. A new character, Admiral Stodden, is like, uh, hey, what if we also send people to go back to Odin while, yeah, that this fucking smarmy ass face over here. What if we also send some people to go capture the Kaiser? Because then we can kill two birds with one stone and we will capture the Kaiser and kill completely destroy Reinhardt even though we don't have all of our forces I think that it's a perfect plan and all the nobles agree that it's a perfect plan uh, except for Murkatz who's not a noble but he's standing there like oh god this, this fucking <laughs> Alfred von Landsberg asshole over here is like splendid this strategic plan is magnificent um which, and the mustache guy behind him was like, look at this Soko. Yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker. He just looks like some kind of 70s animation throwback. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. Just like this, like he's drawn on psychedelics and should be in like a Lord <laughs> of the Rings animated flick. I was thinking something, yeah, like 60s or 70s animation. It's it's weird. Like his eyes specifically stand so out. Big. It's very different. Yeah. And the eyebrows are very defined the bangs they're just like these beautifully chopped bangs i don't know he i couldn't tell if this was planned like if he's an ally to the uh the other guy or not yeah yeah he seems overly enthusiastic he's and it feels (laughs) faked and faked enthusiasm as well yeah i have no idea who the who the fuck this guy is but uh he gets a name then he's yes i know his name i'm just saying i don't think he's been in the show to date and uh where did he come from but uh i guess landsberg is where he came from uh but anyway he's like so who should lead this force and so there's kind of a question of was he being extra like cheerful about it because he's like got you now stodden who's gonna fucking do this shit no good deed goes unpunished uh and I think he's the one who asks who leads. Your faces say that maybe he's not, but 
I think they just all look at him. I mm-hmm. think they're like, who will lead? And then everyone just looks at Stodd and he's like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 uh. Right. So I, I think Alfred is like, who's going to lead? And then everyone in the room is like, just stares straight at Stodd and like, uh, you fucking suggested this shit. So maybe it's you. <laughs> and Stodden is very like, shit, I didn't. What? Who? Uh, whomst? um so that was quite amusing but yeah so oh yeah murkass is like this motherfucker the whole time just very very mad look on his face um but yeah so this was kind of our intro to geisberg and where the noble revolution is it even can it be called a revolution if it's only made up of nobles uh you know not a good right one. is it right. i i keep forgetting like what like what the sides are and what the point is because it's a civil war mm-hmm. but like is it actually a rebellion or it's just two different heirs basically and the people backing those heirs it's straight up a rebellion because one of them got promoted to being the the emperor okay so and like it was that point. reinhardt's right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah the boy. okay so Reinhardt's the legitimate side for once, and then. Well, it depends on what you okay. mean be, mean by legitimate, right? Because the well, Kaiser didn't name his heir, right? And so there's three people that could do it, and Lichtenlad, who is the control, who's in control of the state, said it's this young kid because I can control the shit out of him. Who gives a fuck? Um, what I don't know is I don't think that these nobles were against that choice. <laughs> <laughs> now, Braunschweig's daughter is one of the heirs, too, because that's his granddaughter. So maybe mm-hmm. Braunschweig is on the side of my granddaughter or my daughter should be the person. But literally, the plan here is to go grab the Kaiser. And I wasn't sure if what? that was because they're liberating the Kaiser from a military coup in their minds that Reinhardt and Lichtenlad performed. Or if they're like, we're going to kill this kid and then my daughter will be. I don't think he's thinking about his daughter. Okay. I think he's thinking about himself. Well, yeah, he doesn't give like a the fuck. Shadow emperor, really? Right. Like yeah. he was kind of. Yeah. Manipulating. Right. The, the prior Kaiser. Right. Uh, but was he supporting his granddaughter's claim? I, well, I think they said... Wait, does she have a claim? I can't remember. Well, she's one of the legitimate heirs. Fazan went over, like, the three people, and it was, like, two uh, granddaughters and then uh, Joseph. The little boy. The little boy, Mm -hmm. Joseph. Or, I think it's Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. Yeah. Right. But, like, Joseph was, like, his son versus granddaughter, so... Okay. Fazan was saying, like... So he gets the priority... Um, yeah i guess so yeah it had more to do with who could be controlled because fazan was kind of breaking it down in that episode right uh you're right it really doesn't have anything to do with actually like who's legitimate but if you're phrasing it in a way that a bunch of nobles will or won't support you have to make it seem like they're on the side Mm -hmm. of being just and right. right yeah um it does, either way, Reinhardt's in it for his own power. Right. Reinhardt and... doesn't give a fuck who's emperor. He wants to destroy yeah. the entire system. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, fuck emperors, actually. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'd say Braunschweig, is that his name? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is the same, right? I think he's yeah. in it for his own oh, ab- selfish. Yeah. Although, like, I want to be in power. I think the slight difference is Braunschweig is like, I love the system. I want to be the one at the top of the system. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been right. a, he's basically been that. Right. He's like he was the shadow right. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like this life. I want to keep this shit. Yeah. And I mean ultimately it doesn't really matter. The only thing that matters in the end is who's standing with the power and who has the support yeah. to like keep you there. I don't know. It's like when uh who was it? Like King Henry VIII died and he had his son who then died like a year or two later and then you had Queen Mary uh his like legitimate daughter. And then she was always fighting with kind of Queen Elizabeth because Elizabeth had supporters that would rather see her on the throne. And then Mary dies. And then Elizabeth's on the throne, but it's kind of iffy because her mom was like not super proper and official. Mm -hmm. And then you also have Mary Queen of Scots and you have supporters for Mary Queen of Scots. And like who's actually supposed to be on the throne? It doesn't matter. It's made up, but it's kind of like Mm -hmm. each side has their supporters and their geopolitical reasons for doing what they're doing. And then, yeah. And I don't even know if the show goes as anywhere close to as in depth as, as actual conflicts over this type of shit. They're just like, yeah, there's two sides and, uh, you know, yep. Well, they, they did show Reinhardt like gathering, nobleman clout mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. last episode right yeah so just assume that it's the same thing on that side like it's two races to acquire the most noble families that'll support you and finance your mm-hmm. your rule right and there were a lot of times where heirs to the throne would just get kidnapped or attempted to be kidnapped or someone there'd be a plot that maybe an heir didn't know about but then the heir would get wound up like thrown in a tower for like 20 years because well did she not know about it so (laughs) i don't think we're gonna get that in this show but it would be kind of cool if we did i mean they talked a little bit of that kind of stuff when they talked about uh joseph's ascent to the throne or not joseph fuck uh, Frederick's ascent to the throne because it was like his brother, uh, his two brothers or whatever that died during the. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the next prince? And they, you know, talked about the previous civil war, I guess, that went on <laughs> in that same vein. Because that was uh, Klopstock's. Uh, Klopstock was a supporter of the prince who died. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So there is a lot of this stuff in the background. Right. It's just kind of like said over the course of like a sentence and then <laughs> that's it. Right. And I'm sure that they said whichever one of the three Bronzoig was supporting at some point, but I, I couldn't fucking tell you right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. All that matters is it's not the one that Reinhardt supported. Right. Or if it is, yep. it's it's like if it is the same person, then he's just saying Hey, you know, we need to liberate the right or the Kaiser from this insane military rule. Oh my gosh. But and then whoops, he got thrown out of an airlock. What a tragedy. <laughs> right. Well, we killed the men responsible, but I guess we better put this other person on the throne. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, so <laughs> this blockade's comment is hilarious. 
<laughs> yeah, like, we're going to stick these eight bases, these eight gems, that Reinhardt is going to have to go and be victorious in before he can challenge us, the Elite Four, here at Victory Road. <laughs> and we're in space, so there's no way to stop him from just coming straight to us, so... <laughs> I mean, honestly, only one person in the history of the universe has ever turned left. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Space is a straight line. (laughs) It's 2D, man. It's true. God. (laughs) But yeah, so anything else on this intro to the other side? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then we kind of get a shot of Stodden's fleet leaving Murkatz and his aide are kind of standing in the control room. Apparently has an aide. And his aide's like, what the fuck, man? This shit is crazy. Can't believe these stupid fucking youngins and Stodden want to go out there. Like, oh my god, why didn't you stop them? Is it because you want them to learn a lesson? And Murkatz is like, yes. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> 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 and that's pretty much and it's animated like shit right <laughs> yeah yeah uh, well i didn't i didn't think it was animated that badly but well i mean this oh, just the, the face is there uh, hmm. i don't know i feel like this one's f- okay it's not as bad as the it's not as bad as the shaggy do face. Shaggy shaggy yeah. do because they added some details shaggy that you knew it was meerkats. Right. <laughs> it's not up to their standards. They put his wrinkles in, so you're like, oh okay, yep, those are meerkats' <laughs> patented wrinkles. Yeah. It, it's, Imagine though if they had tried to draw this series but with like actual military style haircuts, <laughs> like everybody has a buzz cut. Oh, that's, that really, so bad. Like, <laughs> that's why I think that's that's the reason why everyone has the different haircuts is, be- is because... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. In every anime, <laughs> yeah. that's why they have yeah. different hair colors. Like blue hair. It's yeah. like, they don't really, but you just need to be able to tell them apart. Well, and also yeah. this show, yeah, we've seen more characters in this first season than I think we're in the first season of Game of Thrones. And people had problems. Easily. Yeah, yeah. Like in the first 10 episodes, we saw, you know, double... Yeah. And people in so. Game of Thrones were just like, "Who, uh, who the fuck are you? T- what?" The- yeah, if Cersei had like pink hair, you'd be like, "Oh, the pink hair person, right?" right. <laughs> they know what they're doing, you know. Yeah, but yes. Uh, so Meerkats is like, "Fuck these guys," uh, and then we kind of cut to, we get an intro of what Reinhardt's going to do against uh, Stodden's fleet. He calls Mittermeier over and tells him, hey, you can go take care of this shit, right? And Mittermeier's like, oh, yeah, he used to be my teacher. He fucking sucks. Just fucking theory only. Peace. And then goes out to fuck with him. And he's like, plant th- six million bombs, please. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Gale in this show is astounding to me at all times. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, I guess that they call it the Galactic Heroes, but you don't really understand what kind of scale you're talking about until you hear shit like this, or like the just casual, yeah, so we killed 30 million people, lost 30 million people in our, uh, in our really ill-timed operation, whatever, no big. <laughs> I mean, they, it was big, but they did not big. focus that on it as much big. as I expected from that many fucking people dying, you know? <laughs> 
and these aren't just like landmines they're like piloted and jet propulsed or something <laughs> yeah yeah so the my translation was a little different on this but uh Mittermeier called him uh succumb to theory sodden is what mm-hmm. the other translation said. Mine, Rolls off the top. Mine said slave to theory, Stodden, which... That makes for, more sense. It's, I, yeah. it's, it's the same meaning, so, you know, I'll give it to him. I, I think slave to theory is definitely a, a slightly more of a interpretation. Succumbed is probably what it actually said, but... Right. The point is, it's, an, it's a phrase, you know, that you toss in there. I don't know. I must have been very drunk when I wrote this, but I wrote a comment about uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses and how uh, in part two you're supposed to care about your other classmates or something. And I think the idea was Reinhard making Mittermeier deal with this is a similar thing of like, oh, well, here's the connection to this person. Here's why this is even happening. But it doesn't make any sense in the same context, so I don't know why I wrote it. But anyway, I thought I would mention my ridiculous <laughs> drunk ass comment I put in here. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I liked this. This was fun. Uh I like that Mittermeyer's just like, well, you know, fuck it, let's just <laughs> let's just put down six million mines in like a lake. <laughs> which I mean <laughs> Again, space so is 2D, so... That's... How big are these mines? And how much space is this covering? And how much material went into making those mines that's going to be blown up and possibly blown up in just, like, one battle? Are those the mines? And is that the idea? I don't know. I, I think it's supposed to be the fleet. Because why would you have your ships around the minefield? Like, if you have to turn right instead of left, you'll die. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's the fleet. Okay, okay. That's weird, though, because I don't think we've seen a fleet that spherical before. But... There have been spherical formations, but only on, like, the the 2D battle screen yeah. viewer. It's uh, really appealing to look at. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's, a good, that's a good shot. And they're still far enough apart. Like, you can see the, the nearby ones. Like, they're not packed like right on top of each other except i guess relatively good job space design you you did well <laughs> i don't know good job space yeah. design no i mean there have been art issues in this episode but there's some great stuff that looks good yeah but none of them have been design issues though true true well, maybe in the fact that they never bothered to design any of those other nobles, because they... <laughs> but but not fundamental. Yes, I I hear what you're saying. I I didn't mean to be pedantic about it. Um, got six million mines. So then we cut to Fazan, where uh, Rubinsky's like assistant dude or whatever is like, hey, you know, we're about to. We're seeing some civil war shit over in the Imperials, too. And we see, like, the top down, and it literally is like a rectangular lake of mines, and then the two forces on either side. Um, And apparently it's been three days that they've just been staring at each other uh, across the minefield. So uh, we see Stodden's fleet, and he's got, like, three assistants in there who are like, hey, what, what are you doing We've been sitting here for three days. And he's like, well, you know, they call Mittermeier the Storm Wolf, but 
he hasn't done anything wolf-like or storm-like. So, you know, that's weird. I don't know what to do get a load of this. about that. Wolf. Oh, okay. It was Sturm, S-T-U-R-M, wolf on mine. No, I'm assuming yours are all right. Yeah. These don't make any sense. The Gale Wolf. I mean, no, no, I mean, that's literally just, they just put it in German is all yeah. it is for his, Sturm is Gale in German. So it's technically correct. That's fine. Sturm just, or something like it that. It sounds more fun, though. It's just, it's just, I don't know, when you put it in German, I feel like it's a, a TLK Kakumain's plan. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, they say yeah, they're like literally saying Sturm Wolf, though, if you listen to them. <laughs> So, I think it's more no, they like... They say shipu. Huh? My... They definitely say shipu. <laughs> yeah, but that's just a romanization of ship, right? Like... No, 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 no. Oh, in, instead of stern, stern... As in gale. I got you, I got you, I got you. But anyway, so Sodden is here, fucking up. He's like, oh, you know, why isn't he Why isn't he coming after us? And then some aides come up and they're like, oh, we just intercepted communications. It says that he's waiting for Reinhardt's fleet. If we don't attack now, there's no way we'll beat him. It sounds like, wait a second, let's think about this. And they're like, no, we refuse to think about this. What is wrong with you? This is the dumbest plan you've had this entire time. Oh, my God. This dude's face is horrible. <laughs> uh, this is the dumbest plan you've had the entire time. We have to follow this. And Stodden is starting to shake at this point. And he's like, okay, okay, well, we can do it. We'll just attack from the left. And then half the fleet will go around the right. And then they'll, we'll pincer him. We'll pincer him. Is that what you wanted to hear? Is that it? And uh, everyone's like, that's a great plan. You're the best, Stodden. Ha ha. Okay, bye. And then Stodden like barfs up blood or some shit. It's a little ridiculous. Like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, <laughs> dude's clearly a nervous wreck. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I appreciate that though. I like that vibe in my military dramas. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I like the guy that's there, and he's like, "Oh God, people are listening to me. Yeah. <laughs> they should not be listening to me." Yeah. Fucking I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> Fuck shit, shit. The most relatable character in the show. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> You're telling me you have to command like a million people, Wait. probably, is what we're talking about. <laughs> no, that's not true. There's one other, one other super relatable character, and I, I hate the fact that I forgot his name. It's uh, our boy from. Is the newbie? Our boy from, from the from the Rosen River. Oh, Walter. Oh no, 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 not Walter. Salute. Not Walter. The other While one. While he's dangling from the <laughs> bungee cord. <laughs> like, uh, 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 uh. Yes. Hey. And then he just like flirts with some ladies and yeah. gets pulled back up. Yeah. Hey girls. He's what like, up? That guy does hey. rule. Hi. <laughs> but I don't think I identify with him as much as I do with the guy puking up blood. Yeah. <laughs> the thought of being in charge of something. Yeah. <laughs> just the thought. Like, oh god. <laughs> His internal organs are failing. Why? Well, he had to make a decision. <laughs> he just got bullied by a bunch of like twenty somethings. Also, <laughs> shut he up, was like, old Please, man. Guys, let's just like you think. don't even yeah. want to fight. <laughs> I clearly 
really don't. <laughs> he got bullied into being here by the nobles too. You know, yeah. like, like, who's gonna do this? Stodden. Why did I open my fucking mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a historian. <laughs> I've read many, many books on the tactics of running a battle, but oh no. <laughs> Oh, poor Stodden. This poor guy. Uh, well, maybe if the throwing of blood didn't give it away, he's about to lose this ship. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Mittermeier is like, oh, fucking finally, these assholes took this bait. They start engaging. Uh, the They blow up the people who went around the right side. And then... You're, we're on Sodden's fleet and they're engaging with like the beginning of or the rest of his force or whatever and they're like enemy to the rear he's like what that's that's not possible there's no way but it turns out there was a way and uh, Mittermeier <laughs> drove around back he did the exact thing they were talking about doing <laughs> and uh, Sodden gets blown up uh, or well he doesn't get blown up actually he orders a retreat no because he's still alive, but they don't capture him. That is what we call a blow up. They do blow up his like bridge, like Star Trek kind of blow up. Mm. Like everything's like in flames around him, but yeah. his ship does not blow up. Yeah. He survives. Like, like there's a small explosion in the console in front of him. Right. Yeah, they were like, "Whoa, Mittermeier's so cool. <laughs> his power <laughs> level's so high." Um, yes. Anyway, so poor poor Sodden, he got fucked. I don't know why I called the section Mittermeier doesn't sit still for anyone, you baka. Oh, I, I know why. Because he doesn't. Because he didn't just wait for Sodden to come up. He was like, oh, well, of course I'm going to fucking do some tactic shit. Like, you're a dumbass. Why would I just wait for you to come attack us? Yeah, he says the line, something like, these nobles just expect us commoners to sit around and wait to get murdered. Like, what the fuck? That's the dumbest shit. No one would do that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, the American Revolutionary War. They're all like lining up to like die, and the Americans are like, "What if I just hid in a tree?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, you can't do that. <laughs> Behind me? What? Yeah. How dishonorable! <laughs> yeah. Right. You gotta let the band play. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it be more like World War One? You know, we're all everyone's lining up. Well, what if we just? Through some bombs from the sky. <laughs> oh, I feel like from that entire era onwards, I guess. Um, well, I think they're specifically aping both those societies. Yeah. You know, with this, like, nobleman kind of bullshit. And this, you see the numbers of people they throw out there and these yeah, blocks of, <laughs> you know, they're just, it's the same tactic, right? Just, oh, you just. I'll get in a square and then you just advance. Mm -hmm. Just keep shooting shit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, if only there was a phalanx. <laughs> if only. If only. Also, the mines, they like, they're like drones, right? Mm -hmm. or are they piloting them? Because they show them like just kind of chilling there and then they it like looks like it pilots towards the ship and just detonates. My thought was they have sensors on them and when they sense... A heat source they aim for okay. the heat source yeah and so if you get right. close enough to be in their sensors then the mines come after you 
but I, I don't know that they're fully piloted. I, I, the, well, okay. So the scene you just posted was, uh, Mittermeier's aide being like, wow, they sure did fucking suck. And Mittermeier's like, no hubris, please. No hubris on my ship. Thank you. Um, which I just thought was an amusing Mittermeier moment of fun stuff. Cause we cut away from that immediately. Um, Ansbach reports to Braunschweig that uh, Staden fucked up. 70% of the fleet was lost. Uh, the rest of it went to Rittenberg. Uh, Rittenberg. Rittenberg. Uh, which makes a very mad Braunschweig just throw his wine on the ground. <laughs> and not in the cool, like, Dracula way. He's just, like, he's just pissed. He's spiking this wine glass. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanna, I really wanna do that one day. Just throw a wine glass onto the floor for some reason, like and the cool way or the or the the, the spike way. Yeah, either, either one would be fine. Either one would be fine. Yeah, like, there's glass everywhere now. People have to stand there. It's very rude and inconsiderate. Do y'all remember those like flavor packs that you'd put in water bottles and then you shake them up and they become like, oh, this is like lemonade flavor or green tea mm-hmm. flavor or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like tricking, sort of tricking adults into drinking water. Right. So when I was in college, I was shaking one of those up in a friend's room, and I just spiked it on the ground, and the bottle exploded, and then got <laughs> <laughs> and like, watered down lemonade everywhere in his room, and it was bad. It was bad news, Bears, but uh, it was also really fucking funny. So. <laughs> I think the mines are piloted. I mean, that's still AI. Uh, that could be AI piloted. But you're saying they're heat source. There's like five right around it, and they're not moving. And this one in the middle just... Well, moved. that's probably the that closest one, one. might be closest. Yeah. It's hard to tell distance in they space. All pretty, they're all the same size. <laughs> <laughs> they start out the same size. Maybe they're a neural network and they are communicating with each other and they're saying, we only need one mind to blow up the ship, so why would we send all five of us? <laughs> That's probably reaching a little too far. But That one, I'm, I'm just going to go and say it. Position-wise, that one looks does look a little bit closer. Yeah, I could see that. And maybe they do communicate with each other. One gets... And then if another one is about to get... Yes, one is closer, but if you notice the top right corner... There is one that is closer to us. It's oh, not moving, that it goes past. way closer. You're right. Yeah. Huh. Oh, that. Uh, maybe, wait, maybe that's the sensor that we're seeing, and it's aimed the wrong it's the way. It's the bottom of one. You could see. No, you're right. Same. I you're thought right. that was. Yeah, because that. <laughs> I thought it was a ship, but you're right. It's the red yeah. part of like the back of it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I I love that these mind They're logistics drones. are very much the. <laughs> This is the real Minecraft. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. Minecraft has to be in the title of this one. <laughs> Note to future Mick. <laughs> in about 80 weeks. Um, I, I, think of a Minecraft I pledge title. to get this out in less than 80 weeks. <laughs> uh, um, editor Mick here. Uh, I'd like to report as of editing time. We're in the 39th week. Long before the 80th week, although I don't know if this will be released before the 80th week. Thank you. Thank you so much. I promise you this will be sooner than 80 weeks. 
<laughs> I'm just trying to give you a big window. Thank you. Thank you. It means a lot. Uh, so anyway, let's focus more on these drone logistics. I think that if we, <laughs> if we really dive in, we, the five of us together, can figure this shit out <laughs> and determine <laughs> the reason why. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe the one close to the camera is a dud. Right, there we go. You know, they did six million because half of them are fucking duds, right? Like, I'm just saying, you don't need all these giant space fleets filled with people if you could pilot around a little mine that'll blow one of them up. That sounds I mean, like... what if that's essentially space Bluetooth where the range is super limited? Mm. Or what if they're... All... And also, what if they're not all programmed the same way? So, like... What if they are directional and it's just programmed so that only one goes, and then if it blows up, then other ones right. start going as we well. We also don't <laughs> right because I was going to say like if it blows up, wouldn't that be an enormous heat source? If we assume that these are heat source based, then I feel like you just drive a ton of them into the heat source and then waste a fuck ton of bombs because one already yeah. exploded. Yeah, I mean, the, really, the thing to do in that case would just be to like send a missile. Mm-hmm. Through the minefield, and that's all you got to do. And Six million you, missiles. Nicol- <laughs> yeah, right. Because all just, it's just a chain explosion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because the missile will be fast, and then anyway. Sorry. Um, good stuff. You know they. Okay, sorry. I've been reading the Three Body Problem series. Um, nice. And it's very hard sci-fi. <laughs> what are the relativistic physics here? Are these minds moving through space? Have they paused so that, you know, they're just sitting there? Where are they in space in relation to a system? I need to know where we are. Are micrometeorites a thing? Are they going to, are we going to get like, if one mine explodes in the middle because of a micrometeorite or something, what happens? Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) I can answer all of these for you. (laughs) Well. But I will choose not to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the short term, the short answer is nanomachines. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Done you know, and I done. can't, I can't argue with nanomachines. Uh, so, anyway, Braunschweig pissed off. Um, uh, Reinhardt is like Miramire, you're great. Thanks a lot. Uh, you're you're the best. Um, oh, excuse me. I think Reinhardt suggests this, correct me if I'm wrong though, suggests that they go capture Rittenberg um, since Staden escaped there and they're right next to it. Like, why not? Like, let's just, let's just go get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oberstein seems to be heavily involved in this as well, ta- tactically, which I feel like wasn't really the case in previous episodes or anything, but you did post some screenshots here also of, is this Staden? Yeah, Stodden in a biopod being escorted. He looks like he passed the fuck out because he was so scared of making a single decision, uh, which is fair because it was a bad decision he made. He's the second guy we've seen just have a nervous breakdown and have yep. to be escorted out in a pod. Yeah. Yeah. First guy being our friend Fork. Yeah. Mm. You know, gotta guy. say. I empathize with Fork. <laughs> See, but Fork didn't care about making the decision initially. No, no, no. He was that's, like, that's the fuck comment yeah. There. 
This is about me being a nervous wreck. Okay. <laughs> got it. Got it. Understood. You're so freaked out that you just go blind. Yeah. <laughs> Cough up blood, go Can, blind. Yeah. The, the medical condition that I think is just a lie told by people that have freaked out. Like, I'm on blind. I can't possibly make a decision. <laughs> I got to go home. Bye. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, we see the beginnings of the Rittenberg takeover. It looks like Phobos or something, like potato-esque moon shape uh, with a bunch of... Looks like a chicken wing. <laughs> it does look like a chicken <laughs> wing. Like the bite in You're it? right. It looks like <laughs> yeah. a chicken wing with a bite in it. Why Holy is it shit. Like that? Yeah, yeah. Like a gourd? Yeah. yeah. Like an upside-down gourd, like a, yeah. Like a glass bowl. Like a like a oh pipe. it does it looks like uh, a, yeah. it looks like a pipe yeah like one of the uh, ones for water right <laughs> right for tobacco and, product tobacco yes. pipe but like the the glass tobacco pipe which is what you always use the smoke that's correct tobacco. it's the only tobacco. way to smoke tobacco right. in this world it is legal in our world to only smoke tobacco in there and also salvia. Yes, but it's actually kind of weird because, like, the the non-eaten part of this chicken wing <laughs> is, like, this enormous, like, uh, metal thing. And then it looks like the rock is growing on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, a, it's definitely a vibe. Uh, it also looks like Slave One, actually. Yeah! Mm-hmm. Holy that? shit, you're right! It looks like Slave 1. That's Boba Fett's ship for all of you. Oh, uh, like okay. wings. Or fins, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a vicious canid from the sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Okay, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Deep cut. I've <laughs> read you. the book, Librarian but I have not watched about. that film. So... Is there a film? I, I guess there was an. I thought there was a. There, maybe, there's not a film. Maybe an, there was an animated version, maybe. That's but a good I don't. One. I don't know if there was. That's a good one. Wow. The PS One version. <laughs> <laughs> that one just looks like a turd. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we see it again, and it looks uh, a little less well drawn, shall we say? Wow, there wasn't one. I could have. I have this vivid memory of this fucking glass elevator, but I guess that's the end of the newer one. Yeah, it's at the end of the movie in the first one. Yeah, yeah. The, in the book sequel, it just carries on exactly from that scene, and they go back to his house and they have further adventures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've read the book, but it's been quite a while since I've read anything by Rodal, although he's dope. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we we see this giant chicken wing in the sky, um, and Obersign uh, comes up. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting off this. Stop it! <laughs> it just keeps getting. Is this seriously what it looked like? Did you draw this on there? <laughs> no, they were like showing the schematics, well, the, the inside. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know like... that was how they showed the inside. I missed this particular shot. They do like a cross section while it's just floating in the viewfinder or whatever. It's like, yeah, shit's wild. Oh my god. Well, 
But, you know, they all would have access to the schematics because they all were on the same side up until this point. That's true. So, Yeah. The chicken wing schematics. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Oberstein begins explaining uh, the best way to fuck fuck up uh, Rittenberg is to get to the reactor core, uh, which the best way is through passageway six. Very Death Star torpedo map mm-hmm. style. Um, uh, this is just Star Wars, y'all. We're just watching Star Wars, but better. Uh, Reinhard is like, all right, Mittermeier and Runthal, y'all got this. Just fucking go in there, but watch out. Um, uh, because for some reason, the best infantry in the entire empire is on this out-of-the-way fortress that looks like a chicken wing, led by Senior Admiral Offresser. Who uh, is apparently uh, we've seen him before, I believe, at uh, at Reinhard's like commencement ceremony after the first big battle in the show. Uh, And he was like, who the fuck is this kid? Um, Which is really what everyone has said about Reinhard. So that probably doesn't stick out to any of you. But just so you know, he was there before. He's got like a big scar on his face, like under his, under one of his eyes. Like a wine stain, like a birthmark, maybe? Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's meant to be a birthmark or a scar, but it, it looks like a wine stain under his, uh, under one of his eyes. Um, and apparently uh, he's leading an armed grenadier troop, which they don't use any grenades. So I guess that makes sense, though, because they're inside of the of the thing. He also has red, very sharp red hair and kind of a like Russian vibe. Or maybe that's just, he, he looks like Zangief. He looks like Zangief, but <laughs> he's got red hair instead. We saw him before, right? Like yes. he was in, he was with Meerkats. He was in the, the like Reinhardt's commitment commencement. Um, mm. Where it was like, here's all the admirals and Reinhardt's getting promoted and they're all talking shit about Reinhardt. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He was here. We've seen him once before, but now he is here. Uh, and covered in blood. Ruinthal calls him a barbarian also. Ruinthal used to be a real one. And then you use the word barbarian for no reason. Thanks. Well, I mean... Not quite no reason. Uh, fair. It's justified. Hey, hey, if he means barbarian complimentary, like, you know, Diablo 3 barbarian <laughs> style, like, yes, he's, I mean, he's a fucking badass. He jumps around, he throws his axe like it's nobody's fucking, <laughs> nobody's deal. So we get a brief space battle um, as Mittermeier and Ruenthal close the distance to the giant chicken wing in the sky. Um, and their plan is basically if we drop a bunch of infantry in passageway six, then they can go to the core and blow it up or whatever, uh, capture it and keep it, whatever the fuck they want to do. Um, uh, they make it through all of these ships. They get close to it. They drop some people off. And then Henry those like, man, it's now the hard part starts uh, because Ophersor, if I, that's hard. No, that's how it's spelled, at least. Wait, how? O-F-F-R-E-S-S-O-R is what mine says. That's... What is yours? No. 
O V L. You know what? Here, it'll be easier. Thank you. Ovlesor. Ovlesor might be. Ovlesor. Oh, that is not what mine said. I think. Maybe? I don't remember now, but I thought it was something else. Oh, well. It doesn't matter. Ovlesor makes more sense than Resor. So, Ovlesor. Ovlesor. That's. Anyway, sorry. Um. Ruinthal's insult here. That man was born to beat people to death. <laughs> I mean... Yes. Look at him. That is something I want to be said about yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, again, if you look at Zangief, and you're like, damn, that man was born to beat people to death, which is a fair mm-hmm. take on Zangief, the same thing applies to Ophlesor here. He's like Gregor, the mountain who rides. Yes. He's like, but in space. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, the armor here looks Nausicaa-esque, um, in my opinion, uh, when we see armor in Nausicaa. Uh, anyway, that's, that's all. God. Very, kind of like a skeleton. It's also like Jinro-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Like gray. Yeah. And very ominous. So, in this Nausicaa Jinro-esque armor uh, is what all of infantry wears, apparently, when they're in space. Although, I'm not sure why, because almost immediately, off, res- off Lesser <laughs> takes off his he- helmet, it just, like, folds up. It's like Iron Man. Uh, the Iron Man face will fold up sometimes, and, you know, and, and then Rob Downey Jr. will yell at you because he's getting paid a lot. Uh, that style of mask raise. But essentially, the first infantry group comes through. Off Lester's like, who the fuck? Why the fuck? They all get murdered. Excuse me. They all get murdered. One of them starts running away, and he just throws his big-ass double-bladed axe, hits him in the back, and he's like, where do you think you're going? <laughs> he's scary. He's a scary man. He's the scariest dude we've seen in this show, I feel like. There's... It's like, oh my god. Look how big that axe is. Where did it even come it's from? So like where <laughs> Like he is physically the single scarce person. Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah. I like that like, they're using axes. Yeah. <laughs> they don't I mean this is like in the It's just like Yeah, the, the Rosen Ritter yeah. episode where they're they're all using blunt instruments or swords. And shit. I guess it's like it's like Dune, right? Where the risk of the explosives yeah, means you go back to the old style. Axes and crossbows, yep. The yeah. shields yeah, that yeah, prevent okay. you from shooting with lasers mean you have to go back to the old shit. <laughs> I like but it. For that being said, none of them seem very well prepared. No. Like one super strong guy. Why don't why don't they just all rush him together or something? Well, they tried rushing him with crossbows and he just picked up a body. They gave up immediately with the crossbows. <laughs> yeah, they were yeah, like that's true. They were like he threw something at us. Retreat. I mean, I'd retreat immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, saw this dude with an axe coming at me. Dude. Yeah. He's he's I scary didn't sign as up shit. shit. He is scary as, as- shit. Especially because I'm sure they all know about him. I mean, he's yeah. probably like an urban legend amongst the rest of the military, right. except he used to be on their side. But like, uh, I don't know how. So 
When's the last time they realistically had hand-to-hand combat with the Alliance, though? I mean, so the, probably the only reason they know he can do this stuff is because he has murdered a bunch of people on their own side and gotten away with it because he's like a noble or something. Yeah. <laughs> one of this one of these dudes with a crossbow just looks like Ant-Man. Just just he's Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man and Grey. But with like But yeah, the the dead body pickup was wild. Just like pick him up by the head basically and just block shots with him and then throws him <laughs> at him. Yeah, the crossbows did not work. The melee didn't work. So we kind of get like a skip. Minermai and Runthal are telling Reinhard like Hey, so uh, we've sent eight waves and they've all been completely fucked. <laughs> Not really sure what we should do. And Reinhardt's like, just go kill him. And they're like, okay, all right, got it. Uh, but then <laughs> uh, Lesser calls and he's like, hey, Reinhardt, you piece of shit. What do you think you're going to do? Basically runs a wrestling promo over here. <laughs> You think you hiding behind the skirts of your sister can do shit? You think a little bit of luck is gonna mean that you can be me? Off lesser? The fucking king of this melee shit? And he keeps going for a while, but he mentions some shit about his sister, and Reinhard gets pissed. He's like, oh, this motherfucker. Ah, He mentioned my sister's name! Because Reinhard is a unstable insane person what okay all right uh no. <laughs> don't say you don't say but Oberstein's like also, hey well go ahead molly say oh well so like reinhardt is basically like you guys should maybe think smarter like they never thought of that but the whole time i well, was like why don't they just get some ropes or like a bolo on a crossbow or just like literally anything like some like a sticky trap something a like a glove arrow. yeah like something the wily e. coyote would like order from acme i don't know well. and then <laughs> you know and then things happen after that okay so i have the quote from mine that offlesser said you repaid his majesty's kindness with treachery. Together with your sister, you offered deceit under the pretense of false love. Which I don't think Off Lesser is the type to talk like that, to be honest. Um, but essentially saying, you conspired with your sister to lure the Kaiser into loving her so that you could take over the empire. Which, considering the situation, I can somewhat understand Reinhardt's reaction of like, it's like, oh, fuck you. She was taken into into sex slavery um, <laughs> when she was quite young. Get fucked. But uh, Reinhardt also cares a lot about these jabs that I'm sure he's heard a lot of times before. It just seems like, come on, man. Like, I, I think he thought he was done with it. Yeah. Because the Kaiser yeah. is dead now. So he thought it was all in the past. And it's like, oh, here it is again. And it's just like, fuck. And like you said, a lot of them were like quiet and behind his back in the past. Where That's true. Lester is like a wrestling promo, just standing there shouting him out to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Also, he finally, he has a chance to actually kill somebody who's saying this shit about his sister before <laughs> he true. had to be political right. and diplomatic. And now it's like, fuck you. I'm just going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, Reinhardt's like, you guys got to fucking bring this guy to me. 
alive so that I can kill him. Uh, but Oberstein's like, wait a second. What if, and hear me out, what if we did some spy shit? Okay, we can do some spy shit. Let's do it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Mayor Ryan and Ruinthal are like, damn, we haven't seen him blow up like that before. But uh, we'll go catch this guy uh, using the tactics of having a single trap. And it'll work. So, they go out. A Flesser has like a fuck ton of a pile of bodies, just an insane number of dead people here that he's just standing there murdering them all. Uh, and uh, Bittermeyer and Ruinthal are there. Uh, Flesser's still kind of talking shit, but they chime in and they're like, Hey, we're here for you, fucker. Um, Flesser's like, what do you mean? You're just saying I'm big. Get fucked. I'm going to murder you. Starts rushing forward. Falls immediately for a counter wrestling promo. Apparently that's his one weakness. And then uh, five feet in falls into this hole that they somehow dug without him seeing. I'm really a little unsure on how they were able to get this pitfall trap to exist. Yeah, there's a lot of bodies. Like a lot. There's so many bodies you just couldn't see past them. They snuck up and (laughs) dug a hole. It's perfectly sized. And then covered it over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what likely happened is that that plus, you know, they employed some of the shorter recruits in order to dig holes. There you go. Did they have a backup hole? Like, what if he did? There's like a bigger area he could walk through. Probably not, to be honest with you. I get the I get the feeling that that this is the kind of uh, operation where they just calculate everything perfectly. Like, all right, we know this asshole is going to do this. He's going to run directly at us because he can't think of yeah. not going in a straight line. Yeah, right. they're like Batman brains. Yeah, <laughs> like, going off. Midnight and Ruin all the time to plan. I can. Yeah. <laughs> I can capture this beast without having to exert any effort. I mean, there's a reason they're admirals. True. True. Batman would be an admiral. I like that they compared the two of them as admirals being um, (laughs) equal to one high admiral. (laughs) I love everything about that, like, about that scene. I mean, honestly, I could talk for literal days about Reinhold and Mittermeier. Like, they are my favorite couple. They're pretty great. I like them a lot. They're like a perfect duo. Yeah, and this is the first time we really see them in action together, right? No, because we no. had the uh... we had the Pimpernel situation. Oh yeah, the Pimpernel <laughs> situation. Wow, <laughs> fuck, God, it's been so long. I yeah, totally forgot about and that. I... <laughs> Wait, is that at the bar where they're yeah. like, maybe we should join in oh, this no, bar no, no. fight? That's, oh, we don't that's, have to. Uh, no, it was the Vinamunda yeah. employed the Pimpernel. <laughs> Oh, they were involved in that. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the scene like from uh, like from Zoolander where they're all in the car together. It's like that. <laughs> the, I, I think we spent an hour talking about that way. car, probably. <laughs> um, so, anyway. I hope we move faster than that in this episode. <laughs> but, you know, I did enjoy that car a lot, actually. That was, a, that was my favorite car talk. Um... Runthal again, he's very barbarian, wild animal, 
it throughout all of this that I I don't like that terminology. Ruin thought. Come on, man. Uh, you can do better. You can live up to twenty twenty standards. I love you, bud. Um, uh, and he's like, "Ha ha, fucker! You fell for our trap." And then the other soldiers are like, "We're here to tie you up. That's the whole reason we're here." <laughs> and then they tie him up. They put a chain around his neck. It's kind of fucked. It's kind of fucked, actually. I mean, it makes sense. Make it sure. makes sense. I hear you. <laughs> it's all right. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. If they, gotta... It's like I still think they could have had super fancy future foam guns or like glue nah. that squirted out onto the ground. Just look or at like that out of the bodies gun. that dude. That's yeah. a, it's a lot of bodies. Yeah. You're right. Or. They literally could have just had a bunch of guys with the chains and then like ran around him. ATAT style, just like yeah, yeah. Or just like just get an entire platoon of crossbows. Yeah, yeah. Just keep shooting at them. Shoot at them from different angles. Three guys with crossbows. Having said that, I've played enough Dynasty Wars. No, if there are five or more people with crossbows, you're gonna have a bad time. So. Uh, Reinhardt's like, but but Oberstein, I want to kill him. He said mean <laughs> stuff about me, and I don't like it. And finally, instead of politics, I can just use murder. What? Just, just please? And Oberstein's like, no, dude, come on. We got this. We're gonna do some spy shit, and he'll die anyway. Uh, Mittermeier and Ruinthal are like, let's fucking kill him now, dude. What are you talking about? This dude is insane. Uh, but Oberstein's like, listen, spy shit. So they're like, okay, whatever. Um, the gray-haired guy who was the previous spy shit planned by Oberstein, uh, the guy who was trying to kill Reinhard in his palace, Anton Ferner. Thank you, pet. thank you. That was close. Um, Anton Ferner is here. God, these faces. <laughs> All of these faces are so bad. Like, every picture is just... Like, this dude in the bottom right. <laughs> Squinty eyes. Like, he's just like, they're so out of focus. <laughs> looking at nothing. Not to Gilmore cast here, but he looks like Kirk from from Gilmore Girls in that shot. He's just, it's That's a very Kirk haircut and, and eyes. Um, he's played by James Gunn's brother. I forget his name. Yeah. Sean. He looks like Sean Gunn in that shot. Um, He's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. <laughs> you have seen Sean Gunn before, whether or not you know it. Um, uh, <laughs> Never seen a movie with Sean Gunn. You can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> He's a major character in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He's like... Yeah, yeah I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm sure. Like, He's Merle's second like, in command. Yeah, Craig, I think is Craig. Something like that. Anyway, I, I mean, I called the guy Merle instead of his <laughs> either his real name or his name in the movie. It is instead the Walking Dead character's name. Um, we all knew who you I, meant. I know y'all. <laughs> Wait, I didn't. I so I know the real name. I know the actor's name. I didn't know that Merle was referenced to the Walking Dead. I was like, oh, it's a southern accent. Call him Cousin Merle. That's fine. Yeah, Yeah, it works. It works on all levels. Yeah, yeah. A perfect reference. (laughs) The perfect reference. (laughs) 
balance. <laughs> it's like Gucci, it rhymes. Uh, also in that documentary. Um, anyway, so Anton Ferner shows up and he uncuffs Off Lesser, and Off Lesser's like, What the fuck are you doing? And he's like, Listen, just you can go. Bye. And Off Lesser's like, Uh, okay. Bye. <laughs> I can't wait till I can kill Reinhard, but bye. See ya. So Offlesser goes back to Geisberg and Ansbach's like, hey, how's it going? Um, who the fuck are you? And he's like, what do you mean, who am I? Ansbach is kind of trying to verify his identity. Uh, and and Offlesser's like, the fuck? It's me. Does anybody else look like me? It's me. <laughs> um and Ansbach's like, okay, well, uh, here you go. Takes him to Bronswag. Bronswag, he's like, you're a traitor. You're going to be murdered. And this is in front of everybody. It's a little... Bronswag's a fucking dumbass, man. Like, for somebody who's been shadow controlling the government, he's a complete idiot. And Reinhardt was totally right about, like, yeah, this coalition is going to fall apart immediately mm-hmm. because these people are fucking dumbasses. <laughs> Correct. That was a, that's a big old check. <laughs> That's a big old check there, Reinhard. <laughs> and Oversign. I mean, this was a Oversign's plan. Like, fucking got him. Offlesser's like, <laughs> what? Starts charging him. It's going to take him out because, you know, he's the best. They. Uh... He's an idiot, too, though. He ch- Maybe if people think you're trying to, like, assassinate the prince, you shouldn't just go charging up to the prince. He. I mean, yes, you're not wrong. Uh, but he he's like, how dare you accuse me of that? And starts charging at him. He gets shot like six times and doesn't die. Uh, but then uh, he also like grabs people's guns by the by the barrel uh, and like. Actually, they say not to shoot at him because they're also inside of a spaceship. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So they beat, they club him. Right, sorry, sorry, sorry. And then one guy just like parkours over to him <laughs> and pulls his gun and holds it right point blank up against his temple and pulls the trigger. Yes. Thank you. And it's glorious. It's very glorious. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's like a five second like shot in the side of the head, a million blood streams streaming out of his head. He's falling, Shots blood coming brain. out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He falls over to pool of blood spills out of the back and he's of his like head shaking. as he yeah. to death. Like, he looks like he looks like the thing. Like all those little <laughs> those really thin red <laughs> strands coming yeah. out. Yeah. What you're saying is that Alv Lesser was in fact the imposter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was he not was. the imposter. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Are you off right? yeah, I don't know. Right. <laughs> What a dick move, letting him go and then killing all of his men without telling him. What a great move. Yeah, I mean, it worked out really well. Yeah. yeah like, like we all hate on uh, we all hate on Oberstein and Oberstein's Oberstein because let's be real, they're very hateable. But like, they might be the smartest characters in the in this entire series. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Brilliant plan. Very effectual. Yeah. Yeah, so very mean. What a mean guy. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, honestly, in in their defense, fuck them nobles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Fuck sure. Rich I kids. mean, it, it's it's war, I guess. Also, that yeah, sure. 
Both things can be true. Right? I mean, like, Reinhardt's a noble. I like a lot of the people on Reinhardt's side, some of them are nobles, yeah. too, you know? The, it's I just think like... the, the fuck nobles thing is very, or at least Reinhardt's take on it, is very much still coming from a place of extreme privilege, right? Right. He's like, fuck he's, the guys who like... are richer than me, all right? So. Yeah. Well, no, because some, some of the guys that are higher nobles than him i mean reinhardt's from a low nobility family right so there's probably some of his guys are probably from higher noble families than he is mm-hmm. yeah definitely but you know he's also not the farm girl living on the planet who fell in love with the alliance guy <laughs> you know yeah every everyone in power still is above a certain poverty line right (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. but you know it's kind of like the revolution like the american revolution where it was really like it was pushed by kind of the higher class like it wasn't like the peasants pushing for a revolution just like it wasn't the peasants pushing for like the civil war Um, only the french revolution is pure and even that, even that, is it really though? Like, who were were the leaders all peasantry, right, probably not. or were some of them like merchant class? Because they had the purges later. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, I also think it's a lot of like it's lower nobility versus higher nobility, young ideas versus old ideas, mm-hmm. flexibility versus rigidity, versus staring at each uh, other across the battlefield and. Yeah. Watching everyone die. Two, <laughs> yeah, two admirals versus one high admiral. <laughs> Honestly, TLDR, communism will win. Right. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Well, it- but Reinhardt would get purged, though. I mean, he would be... Well, actually, no, he would probably... He'd be the purger. He would be the pur- he would be the hypocritical purger right. later, mm-hmm. and then people would be like, "Hell yeah, go Reinhard! You purged all those other all those shitty nobles. Every noble that ex- existed from low to high sure is shitty." Yeah. And Reinhard's like, "Yep, <laughs> I'm I'm no I'm no Reinhard tanky." So, <laughs> but you know, Reinhard's I'll, I'll root for him somewhat in this He's show. It's fine. He's got Oberstein. He's got Oberstein now, yeah. and. Overstein will do what it takes to murder every other noble that exists. I think we can... Or just take down the system. Right. Yes. That's what we said. Yeah, that's the same thing. (laughs) Is it, though? I feel like they could just replace it with a different system. I don't trust post-revolution stuff, and maybe that's its own topic. I don't always trust the outcomes on those. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how that goes for them, you know? Mm-hmm. It's it's always just a little bit messier, and I think that's where we're going to have an interesting story in this. Yeah, because you think about it, we're not even a quarter into the show yet, and yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> the pacing in this show is so fast. It sure is happening. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was like, I'm a little disappointed. As cool as the dude's death was, that they they offed him like immediately yeah because they set him up earlier and i thought maybe he would be a bigger part of it but at the same time it's like yeah we're moving a mile a minute here yeah no you can't kind of (laughs) just expect everything to persist it's literally like okay Mm -hmm. this war is over yeah um and now we're moving on to this one and 
Seventy percent of this one's done now. Okay, next episode. We don't get a five episode arc of of Offlesser like infiltrating back and like somehow, <laughs> you know, being a double agent or something weird. Mm-hmm. It's like no, he's just he's there, and five minutes later he's gone. He's, yeah, we were introduced like... to this dude five minutes ago, and he's gone through like three character arcs. <laughs> and even and even like. Oberstein's use of him is like immediate. It's yeah. like and maybe it would play out over a few episodes of like we don't trust this guy anymore and what's Oberstein up to? <laughs> like it's causing problems in their, you know, community or whatever and they're just like no, immediately yeah. they let him in and he's like brutally murdered. Yeah. I mean, at the same time that also tracks with the fact that these are the spoiled rich nobles that don't really have the ability to see past tomorrow. So right. mm-hmm. well, know, it kind of tracks. It, I think it it goes mostly into, and I think Reinhardt said this about Braunschweig earlier, but Braunschweig is very like untrusting. Somebody said that about him. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't, he mm-hmm. will immediately accuse you of being a traitor and does not give a fuck about your actual loyalties or anything. If there's any chance of suspicion, he's got it. And that's what, we showed here and i think oversight's plan is to like oh i bet he's gonna murder this dude in front of everybody and it's gonna be fucking ridiculous oh no, yeah and it's, that's it's, what happened like that's exactly what the fuck went down I'm, I'm not criticizing it just to be clear like it's more so just that i don't know how to phrase it it's yeah it's all very sudden he's just in he's out right Right. Yeah, it, it's like your your expectations of how a normal narrative will play out during a show is that this character is going to have a purpose that right with mm-hmm. you know not just within the show as a narrative device but like we're gonna time's gonna be diverted to this character for a little bit to tell this story and this one's just like cut out all of yeah the fluff I, we are streamlining all of these things the basic point is. He's used to cause people to freak out over people turning on Braunschweig. And there's we're not gonna go into it. Just that immediately happens. It's interesting thinking about people having that that as a criticism against Game of Thrones. Because right. I feel like this is so many so many more levels beyond Game of Thrones in <laughs> yeah. terms of like <laughs> light speed. Yeah. 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 It's not like, oh, they planted something and then ten episodes later, like, oh, you right. see that person again and the right. plan executes. It's like, no, yeah. I mean, we're shot for shot, plan execution. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> like, plan is shot scene, one, execution scene, is scene, shot done. two. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're gone. Like you don't need to that. remember off lesser. He's <laughs> he's fucking out. Other than you know, you won't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. In an episode or two, it's great. It's great. Yep. Nothing but respect. <laughs> yeah. So Ansbach is the only person who is not a complete shithead on the noble side, other than Murkatz also. But Murkatz is there by coercion, not because he wants to be. Uh, Maybe coercion is the wrong word. Blackmail? Um, no, not go- no, it's it's the right word. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And Osbach's like, I was he a traitor? I, that seems okay. Well, okay, whatever. I won't question this much more. Uh, what do we got to do now? Braunschweig's like, hey, 
we got to release a press release about of lesser which was confusing to me <laughs> he's like we can't well we can't hide this or make it sound yeah. better than it is let's just tell everybody what that we we killed him for treason and i'm just like well can't can't you try to make it sound better than it is can't you right. like why don't you just lie and say that he was like i don't know tortured or something by the enemy and like hide it I right or just something yeah i think it's the it is it, probably he's such a big figure that people knew that he had come back and mm-hmm. that his death would cause more suspicion if they were just like oh, i don't know someone he just died and they're like well I mean, you're corrupt and you killed yeah. this guy that we like mm-hmm. they're like okay they everyone's did, gonna know he's dead him. we gotta spin it one way that is they just traitor. they didn't even try to spin it really though like they just killed him in front of 160 <laughs> people <laughs> and then they were like yeah they were like he's a traitor do you want our marketing and pr team to get on this and they're like no no just just <laughs> say just say this verbatim and it's fine <laughs> yeah i, I understand maybe the we're just jaded but... these days in 2020 yeah yeah like somebody could just say something that's blatantly a lie about it and we could have just done that i don't know <laughs> that is our lives currently so you know mm-hmm. that's maybe great always maybe always i hope not always but probably it's been it's no, I been just made our entire lives yeah it's always yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. we're yeah. just more aware of it <laughs> yeah yeah oh well it's it's like the old uh, the old Sprite commercials that were like, this is a commercial for Sprite. Drink it. Jesus. Oh. Ooh, yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. What were you saying about Ansbob being like, okay? <laughs> he's still, you know what, by saying this, he's probably the best. He's actually probably the best, most okay person on that side. Fair. Fair. Like. So, and, and I don't remember this in mine, so I don't know what mine said, but he's staring down at at uh off lesser's dead body says don't look at me that way we don't know what tomorrow will bring come tomorrow maybe you'll think you would have thanked me for killing you it's like god fucking jesus christ dude oh my god yeah just the way it's shot too it's like yeah it's like a zoom shot in. from the corpse perspective looking up at yeah and spot like looking psycho mm-hmm mm-hmm he seems more realistic than some of the other nobles in the uh, audience. Well, he's not so. actually a noble, right? He or maybe he is a noble, but he's not. He's he's Braunschweig's guard. He was the guy oh, who was okay. keeping uh, Kirky Eisen when there was the explosion at Braunschweig's house in the Klopstock incident. And he was like all, and he was like all, Lord Braunschweig, Lord Braunschweig, where are you? But not as uh, he was like. Not as passionately as uh, I for- as not as longingly. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't yelling loudly, Reinhard or whatever he was saying. Anyway, uh, yeah, this shit was fucked, and that's why we've talked about it for so long. Because goddamn. Uh, so we go back to Reinhard and Oberstein. Uh, Oberstein's like, "Yep, uh, it started. My spy shit worked." The narrator's like, "In the traitor army." The they're seething distrust throughout the army already. Oberstein's plan is the best. Uh, uh, apparently, Offlesser was also the leader of the anti-Reinhard crew. 
I wrote here, <laughs> which I don't yeah. know what that means. He was what is the that most vocal critic. Oh, oh no! I know what it means. It's it's basically like he was the head of the group of nobles that hated Reinhardt uh, okay. so much, and so that it was even more impactful that he seemingly uh, defected to Reinhardt and turned traitor, mm. and it sowed more confusion and distrust amongst the nobility. Yeah. I don't know the exact wording that my group had, but that was the vibe I got from it. Hyatt Rule of Flusser was well known as a leader in his hatred of the blonde brat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's oh. basically. <laughs> there you go. My man was just like, hey, 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 hey. Uh-huh. That is a reference to the player haters uh, ball skit from the Chappelle show by Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Don't watch the show. It was good. Hmm. I've seen it was that. a fantastic show. No, I'm saying don't watch it. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> pirate that. Yeah, pirate it in Minecraft. Yes. Actually, you probably can watch it in Minecraft. Like, <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't actually know what's possible and what's not possible in that game. Right. But yeah, so that was our episode. It was the. Uh, this strange plan involving nine bases that didn't go anywhere. And then uh, the the heavens were filled with blood mm-hmm. of someone. Saved by a pitfall trap. Yeah, pitfall <laughs> trap. It was very helpful. Uh, played a lot of Animal Crossing. So they were mm-hmm. able to uh, just put that exclamation mark in the ground. And that's how we got here. Overall thoughts? I like this episode a lot, personally. Oh, thank you. Uh, I really like this episode, mainly because of the fact that, like, I'm that because of the Roy and and Meyer things. Mm-hmm. So, like, those are that's actually my favorite. That's actually my favorite couple pair in this entire in this entire show. Like, just hands down, bar none. Like, just the way that they move when they were when they were making a plan out loud, talking about it for the first time. And they were still just like, yeah, no. Everything is, you know. There's like, all right, so we're gonna go left, and you then, like, just the way they were on that bridge together. That was the first time they were talking about the plan, and they were just like executing perfectly. They were just finishing each other's sentences, being like, wait, but if you do that, then I'll do that, and then da 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 da, just lovely. And then when they actually went into the tunnels, uh, at seventeen twenty three-ish. So they have Mittermeier being the person that kicks away the axe once they trap Oblesser in the pitfall. But then, who do you see once the camera turns away from the kick? It's... It's... it's uh, I'm over for a second. Wow. It's Royenthal. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's literally just... They're trying to emphasize the fact that it's just one person. They're just this one person together with that camera work. And I think that's fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're like mm-hmm. one of the only sets inside of Reinhardt's little mm-hmm. army. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. Although, I mean, I think we could argue the mustache and the deep voice are their own set together. <laughs> that just. <laughs> um, this is the best. Yeah. You know, wh- who yes. needs a partner when, when you've got all that going for you? 
but also like you know like there's also the there's also the people that the guys that are facetiming each other after and before halt before battles sometimes even during the battle <laughs> that's true I mean, like, I liked that they all comforted comforted each other mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. the redheaded guy got yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. still like that yeah. so much. Yeah. Like he looks like he's about to cry, and like the mustache guy just has his hand <laughs> on his shoulder, and they're all like, "It's that okay, really it's okay, stuff. bro." Yeah. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> Dad still loves Dad you. Still I promise. Loves <laughs> yes. Ellen's right, though. Uh, it was really good having some characterization of these two. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, we see them at other times, but it's good to just give them an episode to work things through, yeah. get some stuff done successfully. Mm-hmm. It's good. I like a return to all the hand to hand combat, but I keep forgetting nah, how bloody it is whenever mm-hmm. they do it. It's really yeah. bloody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was okay with the episode. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it was anything like special like it was a, it was solid and i like the i like the bloodshed because <laughs> i'm basic i guess i don't know <laughs> so to me <laughs> this is one of the better empire episodes but so far no empire episode has compared to a great free plants alliance episode of which there have been like four or five um re-listening to Episode two last night, we or episode three, I guess, we went over the the Trinic speech uh-huh. at the beginning of the show, and it's like, God, I forgot how fucking good that was. And then there's like the the uh, PKA, oh, yeah. the Patriarch Night Corps, PKC, <laughs> excuse me, uh, the PKC attacking Jessica, and like, oh my God, just all of that shit is is a level beyond this was great in terms of hey we got some Mittermeier Ruinthal stuff that was fun for me to see I liked Oflesser he was a fun little like villain dude um who you know is in Geef and does a wrestling promo in the middle of it like like <laughs> fuck yeah like that's awesome <laughs> but it's awesome in a different way than uh the burgeoning downfall of a democratic uh society into fascism is awesome. <laughs> so, you know. Good episode, I thought. That's where I met. About your Same favorite here. scene or moment. I like seeing Oberstein's scheme, so just seeing it all distilled down to like a three minute <laughs> video was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> just an injection of Oberstein's scheme. The axe throw into the back. The like that was, I'm gonna murder that was five of you and then throw my axe at the one who ran away and walk up and be like, What the fuck? Who were y'all sending against me? That was good shit. I was like, fuck yeah, go off lesser. This is good stuff. Yeah, like all of his taunts are fantastic. <laughs> you mice. <laughs> this mine was the uh the nervous wreck. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. God, oh, it's yeah. crazy to think that both of these things happen in this episode, and we've literally only talked about it now. But still, it's just like 
Yeah, I just like having a heart attack. Mine was um, the 70s psychedelic bowl cut guy. Just, <laughs> just I mean, as himself, because he was great, but also just as a representation of all of the young idiot himbo noblemen that were just like, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. You know, just in the background, anytime any older man says anything, all heavily brown nosing. Mm-hmm. And that guy was just, he was the most... <sighs> interestingly drawn fun looking background character that i expected to not be a background it's wild the brown nose in a group of like 170 no one's gonna fucking know dude like are you really gonna sit here and just say the whole pledge of allegiance like are you really just gonna stand there and say it all what are you even doing that shit for nobody gives a shit there's 170 of you (laughs) it's like in sailor moon every single episode every single outer like every single scout that's not sailor moon has to say something <laughs> something happens and they're like sailor moon sailor moon sailor moon sailor moon until you get through every single one of them yeah so i don't know i thought it was fun and they're just so dumb and then that part was especially Wait, fun what if they're now you're saying so dumb what if they're drawn that that awful terrible money-saving way on purpose to show how dumb they are Oh, could I mean, be. I imagine that's could... part of it. I imagine that's why they didn't bother animating the signing of the Lipstadt agreement because they were like, there's like 3,000 dudes here and none of them fucking matter. Like, are you serious? Nah, fuck that. Oh, yeah. No, but, yeah. I mean, but I mean, like, also specifically the uh, the fact that the ones that we're not supposed to care about, the ones that we know are bad people, are drawn like someone that we don't want to see ever again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Blobface got blown up in a future explosion. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did see, yeah, the only people of interest, there was a silver-haired guy that's sort of an undercover that was sent by Reinhardt. Uh, right? Like, he's in the opening. He's like the last of the Reinhardt admirals that shows up and, like, turns and smiles at the camera. He wasn't undercover, so... I don't think. He just let Offlesser go so that Offlesser could go back to there. No, you're thinking of Ferner. That's Ferner you're thinking yeah. of. The, the, so the young young guy but silver hair. I know who your white hair guy is who you're talking about, oh. Molly. And I sure. will tell you right now, we have not seen him and Reinhardt in the same room. Oh, well then who he's not the one that was like Okay, do you remember uh, there were two people that were loyal to the prince, and the first guy was just like, "Well, You're you got of me." Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is not him. No. So then another guy comes into the room and is just like, "Hey, I'm changing loyalty because, ha <laughs> why not? Am I right, fellows?" And then they they clearly didn't really like him, but they were like, "Maybe we can make." So use the of second them. guy is Ferner. The first guy is uh, not here. Right, right, because he decided he wouldn't be accepted if he was sent right, back. Right, that's where we heard um, that Bronswag didn't give a fuck about people he thought were traitors. Mm-hmm. It's from that well, guy. So, from that guy. was Correct. the silver-haired guy not the same one as the one that was in the audience? Is that Are they two different people? Two different people. Like this? Yep. Oh, well, the silver-haired guy that was in the, the crowd of 150 nobles seems to be the guy... Can you post a picture? That is, if you have one. That is. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. That okay, one. so oh, I see that it. One. I see it. You posted yeah, it that earlier. guy right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is yeah. he the same guy as? I'll post the picture of him in the audience because I do have that picture. And that's what uh, Alan's the, saying. It sounds like the those are the same is people. This guy. Yes. Oh. 
That's that's definitely the same guy. They have the cheekbones yes. and the part. But Ferner, yeah. who so, looks very similar but has a slightly darker hair shade, is not yeah. the same guy as those uh, as that okay. person who is both of those pictures. Wait, Ellen. who are you talking about? Who's Verner? He oh, is Oberstein's sidekick Ober- minion. Oh, the there. guy that like yeah. changed Oberstein's Oberstein's. Yeah. Okay. Here, I'm posting that now. You. He's the one that was like, you can go back to your people or wherever. Oh, that's <laughs> why I was confused. They have like the same hair color, but one is slightly more steel gray, yeah. and they're both. Yeah. They both have high cheekbones. They, the they wear every, the curly hair. Everyone has the same outfit. Similar hair I don't know. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but definitely a different person. The hair's different enough that I'll I'll give it to him. Right, but and and uh, Ferner was only in it for five seconds or something just to let Off Lesser go as Oberstein's mm-hmm. assistant, essentially. Well, but who was the one that was very snarky? Like he was the second one that went, and everybody had high respect for the honorable first one that was like, "I will not betray this my is prince." The second but one. also, this is the second. Mm-hmm. One. That is the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Ferner's the second one, white-haired guy we haven't met yet, seriously, but he's obviously here. Yeah, so he's definitely going to, like, I don't know, he he's going to go over to so Reinhardt's side. The eventually, weird thing I'm about assuming. this is the opening changes on episode twenty-seven, and we're on episode twenty, and it's the first time we've seen white-haired dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you really need to fucking put him in the opening, y'all? Was this right. really a requirement? Uh, Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, Hilda's only been in like two episodes, also. That's true. Like one and a quarter episodes. One and like a tenth episodes. I don't know. And she's in it, it. It's it's like a little treat for a rewatch. <laughs> like, oh, exactly. This character yeah. that I didn't know yeah. about. <laughs> exactly. That actually is fun. Yeah. I, mean, right? I do like that. Yeah. Like even in the in the uh, alliance credits, there's some stuff. There's some people that we haven't seen yet, or we just saw very recently. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So, so, so Ferner and white-haired dude confusion aside, um, I think we were talking favorite scenes, and Alan, you did no, not. No, hands down, it. it's got to be. It's got to be the. It's got to be the the Royal Mittermeier on the deck. It's not even a question. Got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I've talked about that way too much for me to yeah. for it to not be my favorite scene. Okay. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. stuff. I mean Also was a fan of uh Mary Cats raising his hand. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Super passive aggressive. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening. Those of you who have stuck with us for some reason. Um I don't mean to be too self deprecating. I like what we do. But I don't know why you like what we do. So thanks for liking what <laughs> we do. And remember, next time on the Shinkansen to the Stars, uh, we'll cover the next episode, episode 21, which I don't have the title for handy. But it's going to be fun. And we're probably going to talk about some bullshit and go for two and a half hours. So be prepared. See you next time.
I uh, back to that Star Wars Episode One documentary. Uh, they talk to the animators a decent amount in that, and you can just see the despair on their face when they hear about shots they're going to have to deal with. And it's, <laughs> it's pretty amusing. Uh, but anyway. Have you seen... Do you watch Red Letter Media? Have you seen their... Their takedowns it? of it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, just check. I mean, that was the... That was the reason they got famous. You know? Oh, yeah. I just didn't know. Sam interviewed the actor who plays Jar Jar Binks on the podcast oh. Newcomers with Nicole Byer and uh, Lauren Lapkus. I love and that. And they... I do too. I like She's both of them. the funniest person. So by actor who plays Jar Jar, do you mean the guy who was Amid in the suit best. or the guy who yes. did the voice? Yes, at best. Okay. Best, yeah. And uh, so he was originally on, is it called like Stomp or something like that? Oh, God. Did you just that's cut a, this part out because yeah, I don't remember like what a, it's called. Stop the musical. It's still running. It's, still it's running. at the Orpheum. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. They, they got him from there because he was just going all out and they liked his energy. And uh, they interviewed him, and that was when originally Jar Jar was going to be like a lizard guy that crawled around on all fours. So his test was just going in front of George Lucas and like doing that, and Lucas had like no reaction to it. And then they went away, and they're like, yeah, Lucas really liked you. And he's just like, okay. And then he just, everybody hated him, and it was very sad. I mean, that's George Lucas. They don't hate him. Yeah. No, Everybody no, no. Jar it's Jar. not his fault. Dude, yeah. I, uh, they show a I lot honestly, of him in that documentary. You also watch the oh shit. It's on YouTube. He's, I'll link it to you. Well, yeah, is he I as mean, cool as he seemed on the podcast? Because like he seemed pretty cool. There's a shot a where they're in say. the desert, and George Lucas comes up to him, and he's like, how you doing? I know it's hot in that suit, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, maybe hot. But I'm cool, baby. <laughs> and George yes. Lucas is like, right. George Lucas is like, that's great. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's so good. Damn, George Lucas sounds pretty cool. <laughs> and my, it feels back to me like you troll directors, I guess, but. Uh, there's um there's a very interesting story the uh, the actor tells about how uh, there was somebody else who was supposed to be a possibility for the role of Jar Jar Binks. Did they did did it talk about that in the documentary? I don't think so, Mick. So I don't. I think you guys should just listen to this episode. But if you don't, um, basically he said that Michael Jackson was originally in the running for Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> And so Lucas didn't just send him a note or letter saying that he didn't get the role. Instead, there was a press tour where uh, Ahmed Best and a few other people are going somewhere. And I think like it's a Michael Jackson concert. I don't know if it was for the Super Bowl or for something else. And so he's there with George Lucas and George Lucas introduces him to Michael Jackson. And it's just like, you know, this is Ahmed Best. He's going to be Jar Jar Binks. And Michael Jackson just looks at him and just like. And then you find out later that's how he found out he didn't get the role. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and Ahmed Best loved Michael Jackson. And so it's like he oh. finally gets to meet his idol. And it's just like, oh, the worst possible way. I, I, I'm I just growing like in appreciation for a master troll, George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think he was a coward. George I think Lucas he just didn't want to have to tell my fucking coward, man. Y'all should watch <laughs> yeah. this thing because it's insane. I, yeah. It's an hour long. Where, I, where is, I just it? is it? Is it on Disney? Pod, uh, uh, channel. I'll put it on my list. <laughs> yeah, me too. That sounds great. Uh, yeah. I mean... If you if you have ever like been interested in the way people feel about a production, this is you should watch this shit. And if you have ever thought about like, I wonder what it was like when you're changing from like real life acting to green screen acting as a society uh-huh. and as a you know job, that's also pretty much covered in here because Phantom Menace was one of the first like all green screen films and it shows mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it basically created the technology didn't yeah. it for having yeah. the like mm-hmm. suit there's a lot of pre-production uh, meetings with like just lucas and one of the other producers talking about like well shit i mean we have this much money to spend on it but also we're kind of doing this as an ad to other companies to come to us so that they can do cg as well anyway it's fun stuff I was enthralled watching this documentary. Um, so, anyway, uh, good episode. Star Wars talk aside, uh, yeah. Anything else we want to hit on? On. Okay. Uh, 